Ladies and gentlemen, happy Easter. Resucito. This uh, this is the season of Jesus seasons, y'all. Christ has risen today. You think Advent is great? Well, we do too. But this is better. You think Lent is great? We do too. But this is better. This is as you say, think one ordinary louder. time is great. This is beyond and it is, ordinary. But this is this is better because let me just put it bluntly. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Jesus Christ, the second person of the Most Holy Trinity, God incarnate, out of love for you and me, God became man, and then we killed him. And then he suffered, he died, and then you'd think that would be the end of the story that we lost because we killed him. But then he rose from the dead, y'all. <laughs> y'all. That Easter Sunday morning, they came to the tomb and they found it empty because Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And because he rose from the dead, death has been conquered. What do you think of that, people? Isn't that amazing? It's wow. amazing. That's pretty much the summary right there. There it okay, is. End of show right there. It's just, okay. it's amazing. Was this show about the resurrection, about well, Easter Sunday? Just, it, just, it, this, is, this is what we're doing. I mean, this is what we do. John Paul II, you know, we said we are, we are an Easter people. And Alleluia is our song, Ooh. right? This is who we are. Um, it's it it. This is the the the. It defines us, who of who we are as Christians, the resurrection. That's right. That like, I, I, what was it? A last year or the year before? Whenever we were doing this, we talked about Mary Magdalene and the Easter egg. Like eggs don't come from bunnies, but they come from Mary Magdalene, who goes and proclaims the message to Pontius Pilate that Jesus Christ has risen right. from the dead. Yep. And he says, so much is that true as this egg is red and he peels it and the egg is, that's why Mary Magdalene is always pictured with a red egg. And this is a, this is the story. This is it. This is this our is salvation. So, so for those, you know, you, you run into people sometimes who, who I, I really, I really like Jesus. I respect, I respect Jesus because of his teachings. Okay. I'm down. I'm, I'm, sure I'm totally agree. down with that. Right. The Beatitudes, Read Matthew five, six, and seven. Love your enemy. Pray for those who persecute you. I mean, you're gonna get there's some. You're gonna get some teaching. Read Matthew twenty five. There's three letters um, that go in there, and all that, and. But but if you the, the idea that Jesus is sort of just like a, a moral leader or a teacher, um, there's a lot of moral leaders and a lot of teachers that we ought to respect. Um, I mean, modern day, you know, uh, Pope Francis, maybe your, maybe your local priest, maybe your mom or dad, uh, maybe a teacher that you've had, all who are worthy of respect because they are really good teachers, um, for even from other traditions. Um, Gandhi, Gandhi deserves our respect, right? As a as a moral leader, as a teacher, uh, there's and there's a lot throughout through in the history of the world, um, but none of them rose from the dead. Know how much how much I love Ronald Reagan? He did not rise from the dead. Correct. The Dutch. Do you really like Ronald Reagan a lot? I, I grew did up you just compare Ronald Reagan to Jesus? I, no, I could compare him to Gandhi. Okay. Um, 
so yeah. So the fact that Jesus rose from the dead, uh, that he died, first of all, that he took the weight of sin of the world on his shoulders and died. Uh-huh. Um, but then he rose from the dead. And that that's what we're celebrating on Easter. So, yeah, get together with your family. Uh, fine. Yeah, have a massive, big Easter egg hunt. Fine. Uh, eat the ears off of your that chocolate bunny. Uh, fine. Um, but when it all comes down to it, you guys, Jesus rose from the dead. Preach he, it. he was dead, and then he wasn't. <laughs> he was dead. So it wasn't and then like he wasn't. it wasn't like he was sleeping. Like oh Jesus, oh he was sleeping, and then he woke up. No, I've done that. I do it every day, sometimes twice a day. <laughs> but he rose from the dead. So anyway, that that is what that is what Easter is all about. And in fact, the whole Easter season, and that's the beautiful thing. And I think this is one one of the best things about being Catholic, right? Easter is not, we, I think we say this every year, but Easter is not just a day, right? It's a season. Right. For 50 days, we're going to be celebrating Easter. That's what is, that's going to be like into June. Wow. That's how seriously we take the resurrection. How long is Advent? Four weeks. How long, long is Lent? Six weeks. How long is the Easter season? Seven weeks. Whoa. Take that, Lent and Advent. It's, it's like Lent and Advent, but this season goes to... It got turned up. It, this season goes to seven, <laughs> not 11. It goes to seven. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's, that's the message that we just that's have great. to keep proclaiming. You know, I, I love the, the, like, the in the Byzantine church, that greeting, you say, Christ is risen. Christ is, is risen. He is risen indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great greeting to have with another person. Christ is risen. Indeed, he has risen. Yep. Christos Christos. Awesome. So the other uh, cool thing about uh, Easter, and we're we're actually we're we're recording this before Easter. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We let should, me guess. Let me guess. We should say uh, that. Whoa, uh, Jesus um, got rid of all Jewish dietary laws so I can eat pork. Uh, yes. Okay. Whoa. Yes. Um, let's see. I I don't That's have to. A, fa- I don't a, have to fast. Keep the fast. Uh, not during the Easter season. Woohoo! Okay. No. So. Um, Whatever you've given up for you, Lent, you are gonna. You're I gonna give up swearing. I cannot wait to, for Easter Sunday. <laughs> I'm gonna l- l- profanity laced <laughs> tirade. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm not oh, doing that. Easter. I didn't give. Easter, I didn't give up swearing for. You Lent. said I'm, during e- during the Easter season, you start washing my car every week. Yeah. No. No, that's not. Wait, do you, no. Do you go back on your Your promises? truck is nasty and dirty. <laughs> Just leave it, keep leaving it outside and hope it rains. <laughs> That's why I don't park it in the garage. Uh, okay, what else is so awesome no, here's, about So Easter. here's the best thing about, I, I think, especially in, in the life of a parish, and that is new Catholics. Ooh. So over the, let, let's, let's back it up. So all the time, this happens at your place, this happens in my place, all the time, regularly, people come to us and express an interest in learning more about the Catholic Church. Correct. Um, sometimes they're already Catholic. Maybe they were baptized as a Catholic, but ha- we're never, we're not well catechized. We're not, you know, we're not really raised in the faith. Um, and they're missing out on some of the sacraments, okay. confirmation or Holy Communion, confession. Um, we would, we'd, we'd take those people who are already Catholic, but, but, and we and we and we kind of plug them in. We try to help them to to un, to know who Jesus is and his role in their life. Uh, 
And then there's also people who come to us who are already baptized, but they were raised in some other Christian tradition. Maybe they were Presbyterian or Methodist or Evangelical or, you know. Baptist non-dom. Yeah. Uh, And then there's other people who were not raised in any faith. Unbaptized. Or or are un you know are unbaptized or maybe even coming from a tradition, whose like whose baptisms we would say are not um, really baptisms valid they're not real baptisms, so you put all these people kind of together, into what we call, generally speaking, RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults. Um, you've narrowed it down even you used to call it Catholicism one hundred and one exactly we're on a college campus it makes it easy yeah. So, and we kind of, we actually kind of even dumbed it down, not dumbed it down, but like we just call it Christian initiation. Oh, um, RCIA, when you start getting into acronyms and stuff, it, it's like kind of insider language. And exactly. We, we're trying to not do that. So then the other thing is sometimes, like in our case, you have, col- you have all college students, but we have like kids, like second graders who have never been baptized. What do you do with them? Do you just l- lump them in with, the, with all the adults, <laughs> you know? No. <laughs> The, the kids need a kind of a different... So we have this track that we call Inspired, which are kids who are seeking to become Catholic. So you put all that together, and all of that kind of comes to a head, comes to fruition during the Easter season. When those individuals become Catholic. Yay! That and was it's much rejoicing. and it's so cool. So some are baptized. Others who are already baptized are given the sacrament of confirmation, um, and then all of them are uh, receive holy communion. How great is that? That's pretty. pretty okay, good. so tell me, uh, tell us about maybe some of your. You got some people who are becoming Catholic. What 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 is it like on the college campus? Who are the who are these people? The, you know, the these kids are uh, it's majority guys. Uh, really? Yeah, Why majority. Is that? I have no idea. Is that Maj- every year or that's just That's this year? usually it's typically it's majority guys. Really? Who are either getting baptized. What's we have up with that? I mean, we have three guys getting baptized and as I think back on the last 4 years and a half since I've been here, I don't remember ever baptizing a girl. What's up with that? It's all. It's been all guys every year. Someone should write a PhD thesis on that. Uh, yeah, it was. So we okay. Have, so they're coming to you from. They're coming to us from pretty much. Some some are having an intellectual conversion. We you know we bring people in throughout the year, so Easter Vigil is not always like. Um, yes, we do the same. Yeah, so some people are more prepared because they're showing up. So, you know, uh, we, we had a, a a young guy who ended up working. At a Catholic evangelization summer camp last summer, when he wasn't Catholic, he wasn't Catholic. Oh, all right. And he spent all this time around a hundred college students who were working all together at this uh, adult YMCA uh, summer camp for families, and they were doing housework and hospitality stuff and working in the local coffee shops at the camp and and then in the evening focus was running discipleship with them teaching them bible studies and this guy was like became very very Who serious are you people it, exactly and he spent time in prayer before the blessed sacrament the holy eucharist in the tabernacle there at the church uh, in um in uh, uh, estes park colorado yeah. and, and 
slowly started having this conversion first to the the belief in the Holy Eucharist and in bread and wine. Like this is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. We we take him at his word, the word who is truth. And so that that was uh, that was pretty marvelous to watch watch that go on. And then and then we have people who we have a young man who didn't do anything his whole life. Started dating a Catholic girl, and he's. We have four RCA classes going on right now, and he's in one of our individual. And that's like ones. just different times. Yeah, like during the week. Yeah, he meets with Clay Furley, our campus minister, and goes to RCA classes. That's and very good. That I like that you do that. That there's there's options. I think a lot of times parishes, and maybe it's like lack of resources, but I think also it can be kind of kind of laziness, and that is we meet on. Sunday mornings. Then the person says, "Oh, I, like I can't." Well, I'm On sorry. Sunday mornings, I take care of my sick grandma. Okay, then I'm sorry you can't become a Catholic. Or, or uh, it's like, wh- get out of here. We meet on Thursday nights. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry. That's when I have baseball practice. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. Well, I guess. Well, then when you stop playing baseball, come back. Well, and, and so we have that case. We have we have people who who like grew up in the sports world. They were baptized. Reli- baseball were, was their religion. Yeah, you know they 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 were baptized Christians in some sort of denomination. You know, something about like six thousand denominations, uh, twenty thousand in yeah, the United States, like 30, of which 000, like yeah. like five of them, five thousand denominations, just in the city of Tulsa. That doesn't speak very much of Christian unity. <laughs> Let them be one as I am, and you and you are me. Okay, kick the soapbox out of the way. Okay, so the, then baseball became his god. Baseball became that thing that he loved more than anything else. And so it went from being baptized at the age of like six or seven to like being involved in his church as a little kid. And then like eighth grade, he started playing baseball and he got involved maybe as like sophomore year of high school. And then junior and senior year of high school, he played baseball and he played baseball all summer long. And then he came to college and he literally had lost his faith. I mean, he was kind of on the fringe, and then his girlfriend was like, hey, I want you to go to Mass with me. And so his girlfriend, he, she started going to Mass with him. And they, um, then he's like, I really love this. I want to become that a That invitation, yeah, that's key. Just that, just that subtle invitation into the faith. And, and now he's going to receive the sacraments at the Easter Vigil. Uh, no, after the Easter Vigil. Now, is he just doing I don't know this guy. Is he, he's just doing it to impress his girlfriend? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, because we would, we would discourage that. Yes. Like when people say people come for, to us for marriage preparation, a Catholic who's marrying a non-Catholic, and there's always that question of like, do I like do I have to become Catholic? I had an atheist. Well, and we're I, like, no. I mean, and, and I don't. I mean, I don't want. Don't become Catholic to like impress your fiance. I think a guy one year in my campus ministry. I won't say where <laughs> this was or in my last ten years of being a priest. I think he became Catholic because he met a girl. He came to Mass with her, and he thought in the back of his mind, if I become Catholic and get baptized, oh, she'll date me. So he went through the whole RCA process, and then the girl said, no, I really just want to be friends with you. And then I had had not seen the guy since. After, like, basically, like, six weeks after his baptism, I was like, where did this guy go? So I called him up, and the flaco straight ghosted me. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so you got to do it. Yeah, doing it for the right. So reasons. we, and then we've also had people who have who have basically studied their way in. They ask this question, and this is 
okay, I understand the 1500s Protestantism, but what occurred the 1500 years prior to that? Yep. And in their, like, that little subtle movement of what was the church like in the third through seventh century that woke them up and started asking questions and started actually going in and reading like you can read Maximus the Confessor, Ignatius of Antioch from 110. You know, you can go back and start reading all these things, you know, or go back to a podcast called The Church Fathers. Oh, yeah, we did that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so the, there's a whole variety of, of people there who you know, grew up not knowing they were this one young man I was going to make mention of. He found out three weeks ago. He called his parents and said, you know, mom, uh, dad, uh, I've, uh, uh, I need my baptismal document. And they're like, okay, why? And he says, I'm becoming Catholic. And they said, you were baptized Catholic. Get out. And then he's like, wait, what? So we were planning Wow. On figuring out what his baptismal, because he wasn't really raised with anything. And then all of a sudden he gets wow. his, he gets his baptismal soccer. And it's like, it's like, you know, St. Jerome's Catholic Church, Nacogdoches, Texas, or yeah, something like yeah. that. Watsahatchee or something wow. like that. Wow. That's hilarious. How about them apples? That's great. Tell, tell us about like some of the people. Um, yeah. So it's, it, uh, yeah. So, it, you know, we've had people over the course of the last year, you know, who have come at different times. Um, so in our, in our group, we have, uh, kind of men, women, and children. It'll be about 30 people. Um, and then we have a few people who are maybe just like kind of just started. Uh, and so are not, are, we would say they're in our CIA, they're in Christian initiation, but are not quite ready to be, um, we have some other people who are uh, working through the annulment process, meaning they have a a marriage. It's a oh, right. we would we would call, I mean it's not a very nice way to say it, but an irregular marriage. Um, they're they were married, and now they're married to somebody else, and so we have to do something with that first marriage. Uh, so we go through the valid, annulment yeah. process and all that. So you can look it up. Um, but anyway, what I think is really cool in the in the parish setting is we have like whole families. Ooh, that are becoming Catholic. Um, so I'll give you one. If that we have one family, the the Rubies, um, Steve and Lacey Ruby, and their two kids. Um, at the Easter Vigil, all four of them will become Catholic. Now, Steve and Lacey were baptized, have already been baptized, and their daughter has been baptized, but their son, who's in second grade, um, has not been baptized. So he'll be baptized, and then they'll all four of them receive... Holy Communion, and they'll all be confirmed. Wow. Isn't that wild? It's so great. So we have another family that's like that. Um, we have uh, an OSU professor. We have uh, we have a guy who's from Korea. What? Um, who is, and it kind of similar to yours, is he's like, da- he's dating um, a really devout Catholic. And so the, for him, that was like the introduction, like through her, he was introduced to the Catholic Church, and now is going. You know, is is, is in our CIA. Um, yeah, there's just uh, some amazing stories. Um, it, it just is really kind of fun to like, just walk through it and look at the kind of look at the whole list and, and then and then as priests, you know, these are people that we've come to know over the course of the year, um, 
and so you hear their stories, you you know answer their questions, uh, and so you become kind of pretty close. It's it's very it's so when at the Easter vigil, which by the time this episode is airing has already happened, but when we're recording it, it hasn't happened. Um, it's moving. Like these are people I know. These are not just okay. Anyone who wants to be baptized, come forward. These are people we've 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 built a relationship. And you with. know the stories of their conversion. And and I think too, if in many cases, some hard like a lot of hardship. Because um, I know you have it, and I have it a little bit. Uh, you know, people who are becoming Catholic, but like their families don't want them to. Right. Um, and that's tough. And I admire the heck out of those out of out of people, you know, who will who will do that sort of despite social pressures to not. They're 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 doing it. They're doing it. And yeah. that's what we need. Gosh, wow. man, we need more of that. We need more people who are that courageous. Yes. Yeah, so on uh, on one occasion, it's not this year, I had a student who had become um, basically uh, Catholic in secret because the country he was going home to, uh, Christianity was illegal there. Oh. Uh-huh. He became he became Catholic. Secret, secret Catholic. In secret. Because also his so parents... So is that still? I mean, he's still... His parents would have disowned him oh. if they'd found out. Have, do they know now? I don't think so. Oh. He went home? I, I don't know. I've never seen. Uh, I haven't seen him since. Oh, but yeah, he, gra- he graduated. He graduated. From, graduated home. from college and then left yeah. the state of Oklahoma. Is that weird on your part? Like, so you're in the college, like for my my people, like I, you know, bring them into the church, give them the sacraments, and then I'm going to see them for like for years. Uh, yeah, What's that on your side? Is that is that weird? It's it's the same thing with weddings. It's the same thing with graduation of, of high school of college students. We, you know, there's that line that says Paul plants, Apollos waters, and God gives the growth. Yeah, and we're like Paul, we're planting. And then yeah, you're kind of. I mean, in your case, you know, so you so you hope they obviously hope they stick with it, and we have, right. we've given them a good foundation to do that. But then that they're going to go back, yeah, back where they're from or to some other place, and hopefully be kind of leaven. A source of of well, we hope also that the that parishes welcome place. them in, because we have these people that show up and they're expecting life to be like it was at the at the college student center where students are welcoming and there's lots of events going on and it's fun and masses at a you know a nine o'clock priest yeah there's all sorts of uh, like good stuff going on and then they call me up and they're like yeah father I'm trying to find a parish that is actually welcoming. Like, oh. Okay, so what do you do? What do you tell them in that situation? I mean, if uh, it's not their parish is kind of a, it's kind of a dud. Or I say go in. I say go in and meet the priest, and tell them that my priest from college sent me. Priest from college thinks you stink. <laughs> no, just say just go in and say, hey, my priest from college wanted me to meet you, and just go in and do that. But it, it is, you know, I. I like the idea of going into a parish. I remember I was talking to uh, Taylor and Brett, Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, who's on your staff, Taylor oh, yeah. Akins and Brett, and they went to their parish in California and just said, hey, like, we're Taylor and Brett, like, how can we help? And the priest was like, huh? And the priest was like, oh, all right. And now they're, I mean, they're teaching confirmation, and but it's that, I think that, that what we want is, 
you know, as new Catholics, we don't want to put too much pressure to like, okay, oh, great, you're Catholic now? Excellent. You'll, now you'll be teaching, you know, this, the first yeah. communion class. Like, uh, you know, you want that, you want them to be able to, you know, get, kind of be swimming in it for a while um, before we sort of make all these expectations on them. Um, but anyway, it's just so cool. It's just yeah, such a blessing. I don't, I don't get to see them afterwards. Some of, of them year. I do. Some of them, they, you know, they're... They, they stick become, around? Well, or? they become Catholic their, their sophomore, junior year oh, of, high, of college. Yeah. And then they get involved in the life of the parish, yeah. their junior and senior year, and maybe they stay around from grad school. And, and so it, it's really cool to, to see that. And then the other ones, you just, you fly away, little birdie. You pray. Fly I hope they're away. okay. I hope they're okay. And, and some of them call up and just say, hey, I want to let you know I'm involved in my parish here. Yes. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's what you want. Um, yeah, just what a man, what a time of year. What a time of year. It's the most So then after, so time. we have the Easter Vigil. So at, at the Easter Vigil, which is sort of the... <laughs> the mother of all liturgy. I, we have somebody, this is funny. Uh, there's a guy who is very interested in Catholicism and his uh, like wife, not so much. Uh-huh. And he asked me, Hey, would, uh, would like that, would that be a good, like my, my wife's never been to mass. Would that be a good one to come to? <laughs> and I was like, ah, I would not. The Easter vigil. Yeah. She'd I would be ta- not, should be asleep. I would not. Have that be like your the, first. The readings, the readings of the story of salvation. How many readings yeah. y'all doing for the we're vigil? Just do, we're doing the three. Oh, uh, I think we're doing five. Yeah. I always want to like. Because we have 15 and people and you have 30. Yeah. It's going to be long. I mean, it's going to, the Easter vigil is going to be t- two and a half hours. Okay. So we, we have a, we have a, a common person becoming in our lives that is, that is becoming Catholic. That that family, there, I met this guy out in front of uh, St. Francis, and he used to just sit and park in his... Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're actually not even in that group. They're not in that group? No, because they came to us just within the last, like, two months. Yeah, just the beauty. Like, I, I stopped. I was out on a walk. That'll during, probably be over the summer. That, yeah, that I want to be there. Uh, and, and just uh, during COVID quarantine, I was out walking, and I just ran into this guy who was just sitting in his truck looking out the front windshield of St. Francis. Yep. And and I said, what are you doing? Well, he approached me and we talked and, you know, he told me some of his medical needs and we prayed together and I prayed over him. And then he went on his way and he, he uh, I asked him again another time, why do you park here? And he says, I just love to stare at this beautiful church because it lifts my mind up to heaven. Yeah. I like, to, I like yeah. to spend time in prayer right here. And I said, you know, you can go in. And then come to find out he was raised Catholic, but yeah. when he came to college... That was sort of the end of it, and now he's he's got kids, and he's married, uh, and he's they're yeah, bringing it they're bringing it they're bringing it back probably this summer. Woohoo! We'll work on that. Yeah, we're working on. It. So there's always I mean that's the beauty of it. So if you're listening to this and you're not maybe not Catholic but are, wanna you don't just 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 come. Just That's come or call us or email us or, uh, you know, tweet. Find us on social media, tweet, DM. Tweet DM, at us. Tweet at us. Um, and let's get it going. Let's get it going. And maybe you have – and just because you, like, meet with us or call us, that doesn't mean you're automatically, like, becoming Catholic the next day. Right? Oh, wait. Just, what? Let's just, oh. let's just dialogue. Let's just – you know, you may have a few questions. We can, we can talk. We can if – if you like books, we can – we'll load you up. 
with some good books. If you like, if you're a, if you like podcasts, we'll load you up with some good podcasts where you can learn uh, about what it is that you want to learn about. If you like penance, you can hang out with us because that's actually an act of mortification. We'll he- we'll even have you post COVID. We'll have you over to our house. What for dinner? I love that. I can't wait till that to happen. Yes. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> our house is like huge. I mean, our downstairs especially. We built it to entertain, to have a bunch of people over, and then we can't have people over. I know. I was looking forward to having my RCA class over for dinner on yeah, the patio. Did, I want to do that. Well, I don't know. But it's it's I soon. Also, I also love spending time with the those people who become Catholic. And then we get together for a meal because remember in, in the Acts of the Apostles, it's the, the teaching of the apostles. That's the, the communal life. The, Acts 2.42. What are the, it's, it's the, the breaking of the bread, the Eucharist, the communal, the communal life, life, the teaching of the apostles, and uh, I think there's only well, three of them. Yeah. There's yeah. only three. And it's that communal life we like to do. is yeah, like sharing our lives together. everybody yeah. in to, to share lives together. All right. Well, happy Easter. Uh, yeah. He has risen. He is risen indeed. Oh, there it is. Booyah. Okay, so we'll see you at Mass. Uh, holler if you need something. We love you. And uh, I think next week we're going to talk about the devil. Ooh. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, we'll see you later. Peace. <laughs>